Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, cats. Cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Rubbish! There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison, beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable, what an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. August 24th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Wednesday Hope everybody's having a great start to their day. Roush, you were here early, getting some getting some work done. Yeah, yeah, just um, huge day um, coming up. So trying to get some stuff done before the the madness begins. What's so, the big day? A lot of football stuff. We have a luncheon in Lexington again. No lunch, just luncheon. <sighs> so not looking forward to that. Uh, after the luncheon. We have Kentucky football practice, but they're actually letting the media inside for 45 minutes of it to get B-roll. So um, I don't know how much we'll actually see, but still, that's an hour of practice we normally don't get to go mm-hmm. to. Um, the, the, the on-three bosses love as much video as possible, so we'll be staying busy, looking, videoing, doing that sort of stuff. Um, and then after that, we have typical post-practice interviews, and that's running almost directly into a nil event that um, Luckett and Drew and I will be attending for uh, Paul Miller Ford. So not sure what that's going to entail. Ooh, that's I've, also exciting. I have no idea. I, I think the goal of it is to raise, like, is to have people show up to pay players. I think I think that's the goal. Okay, it's like one of those big. Um, it's like when Ohio State, they would have their big nil events in like a conference room sort of deal. Like, hey, these guys are good. Let's give us your money and we'll make sure we stay good sort of deal. But I, I'm not completely clear on it. Um, I just know that it's going to be at uh, the Manchester Music Hall down there. And that's a pretty cool spot. So uh, Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's, what uh, are they going to be doing? I don't know. I, I think. Like juggling acts. Tricks on stage. Uh, fl- uh, people were, like juggling flaming Love things. Love that. You, yeah. On unicycle. On unicycle. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. I uh, look forward to uh, to seeing some of the defensive linemen do that. Justin Rogers, he'll probably have Chewy on a little mini unicycle doing the same things yep. right next to him. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, oh, no, Chewy is actually got a monkey on his back. I love it. And yeah. then the monkey's on a smaller unicycle juggling on that, too. 
<laughs> that's yeah, great. That's fun. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I think uh, the we are the like blue carpet. Like we like. Hey, here's so and so. But I, I, I just I have no idea. No idea what I'm walking into because what time's that? This up? is pretty new. Uh, after practice, okay. seven o'clock or something. Six, seven o'clock. Yeah, it's gonna be a long day for you. Yeah. So I fly by. Yeah, yeah. Excited, um, but um, like I said, it's just going to be a, a whirlwind, if you will. So, Scoots, how the heck are you today? You worked yesterday. Uh, barely worked yesterday, actually. So I went. Great. I, I only had to work five hours. Other bartender texted me. He was like, "I'm on the bar tonight, right?" I wasn't feeling it yesterday, so I texted him back and said, "It can be if you want it to be." So he came in, and took over for me. So naturally, I went home and stayed up entirely, way too late. So I'm still trying to wake up this morning. Still trying. You know what, though, Justin? Don't, don't feel bad for you at all. I, you shouldn't. You um, you did wake up with a fun fact that I need you to share with our, our friend TJ Walker. Oh, yeah, TJ. Do you know who is battling for the Seattle Seahawks quarterback job? Uh, Drew Locke. And? This I, is... I'm surprised you got one. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, I, th- I thought Drew Locke had the job, if we're being honest. No, didn't he, they, well, didn't he, they... he, he had COVID and just came back yesterday. Because they had to play with this guy, who is a blast from the past. Seneca Wallace. <laughs> That's good, close. Comes to Seahawks, Seahawks quarterback, <laughs> or if it's the Washington team, Seneca Wallace. Who is it? Uh, Former G- New York Jets quarterback. Geno Smith. <laughs> Geno Smith, wow. still in the league. Yeah, Holy he, smokes. I, was it last year that Russell Wilson had the finger thing, and he had to play a few games? I think it was last year. Yeah, yeah. that sounds right. Um, and he was... Okay, for like one or two of them, you're like, maybe Geno Smith's looking. No, he's he's still bad. But yeah, Ju- Justin also Seneca Wallace never played for the Washington team, but he was in Seattle for a long time, and then with the Browns, and then he was like hopped around to three different teams in the same year. What a sweet name, for Seneca what it's Wallace. Worth. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a great. A that's a great name. That play he had at Ohio- Iowa State shows up during the summer when people will mm-hmm. be doing like the thirty days to college football, and he just. 11 people try tackling him, and then he ends up just slinging it, and they score. Yeah, Fun college football. I would have never thought Geno Smith was still in the NFL. I did want to bring this up yesterday, but Desmond Ritter, man. A lot of people in Atlanta want him to be the starter, which uh, do you know who the starter in Atlanta is? Yes, I yeah. That one. This one I would have gotten wrong as of like two weeks ago. I can't yeah, believe he's a starter, but yeah. Marcus Mariota. Yep. Yeah. That, th- What's more surprising, that Geno Smith is competing for a starting job in the NFL or that Marcus Mariota comfortably has one, well, comfortably <laughs> as of now, but I, I wonder what that's going to be in week seven, week eight. That's pretty close, actually. It, it's both are crazy. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't expect either one to really happen in the year 2022, but I'm super like, a good surprised. Good for Marcus that, Mariota. You well, know? yeah, that's good for them. <laughs> but, but also... Uh, go get him, like Desmond. That. You can. Who would have ever thought Desmond Ritter when he was at St. X? Like, hey, you're rookie year. You're going to have people saying they want you to be the starter. <laughs> He's looked good in his preseason games, obviously not going against the toughest of the toughest defenses night in and night out. But somebody that I didn't think was really going to succeed in college has succeeded. Didn't mm-hmm. think that he was going to succeed in the NFL. And so far, so good for him. But that's uh, that's really exciting stuff. you got to think that it's – it, it, it's nice that the quarterback he's competing with has a similar set of skills mm-hmm. where they don't – the offense that, that – that, um, who actually – do you know who the offensive coordinator is down there? Is it Ragone? Yeah, it's yeah. Ragone. Oh, but, that's, uh, that is too funny. Now, granted, I don't think he's the play caller. I think Arthur Smith is, um, who previously coached Mariota with the Titans. Um, so that, that, that explains that connection there. But you would have to think that 
the offense that he is in is pretty similar mm-hmm. in style and nature for both quarterbacks. Yeah, and that's uh, that's exciting. I don't think the Falcons are going to be very good this season. They got well, Kyle Pitts. Well, he's awesome. They do not have Calvin Ridley. No. Remember he bet the parlay? <sighs> what a doofus. Yeah. We'll do an NFL preview when we get closer to the season. I think September 11th weekend is the opening weekend for the NFL this yep. year. So we'll we'll get uh, to more NFL. I do have my first draft on Sunday, which is exciting. Back-to-back Sunday drafts. but uh, Feels like that's where we're at in our lives, where Sundays are the day that you do fantasy drafts. I have well, gotten we'll, out of two of my fantasy leagues this year. I'm pretty excited. I, I would be too, are you Justin? excited about yeah. that? I, I mean, just more time. Like, I don't, oh I don't gosh. know. If he keeps talking about time, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I, I'm just going to lose it. I'm dead serious, though. When it comes to NFL season, I hate spending so much time filling out my line. you got to make sure everything's good Dude, to go. Dude, it takes two I, minutes. I know. I just I don't want to deal with it this year. How many leagues were you previously in, though? Uh, Three. So I'm only going to do one. See, I will say getting down to one was much like, I enjoyed that more because on my Sunday mornings, I'd, I'd rather be focused on my bets than my my fantasy lineup, you know? I can't make either one of you all like fantasy football. I Three leagues, too many. I agree with that. I'm comfortably in two. Wouldn't mind just being in one, but I do like the two that I'm in, so I'm obviously happy with that. Two's, two feels, like, fine. But no. setting a lineup does not take any time at all. Now, there is, like, the concern of when you forget to set or, your lineup. Or you get an injury and then you have to go fix it midweek. That's my problem is my team kind of stinks and I've got some injuries. Do I deal with the hassle of making a trade midweek? And, like... That, that's one That's one issue I have with most leagues is people are just way too unwilling to trade or entertain trades, but that's that's part of the fantasy. That's part See, of the fantasy my thing is, my thing is I just can't keep up on the free agency, you know? Like, if I got a couple guys out, I won't realize that until Thursday when I'm setting my lineup, and by that time, all the good free agents are already gone, you know? So, I take a huge hit on that. Generally on, like, Tuesdays, and one, you see the scores from the weekend, your record, blah, blah, blah. You set your lineup for the following week, and then you make your free agent claim. So then maybe you come back on Saturday, you see who you got, who you didn't get, you insert them in. But I'm on my phone Ooh. all the time, so I, it's not like I – I mean, I, I easily kind of – You know what I think the key for us, Scoots, is? Is just setting weekly reminders, like in our calendar. I'm so tired of doing that. Gosh dang it. What? I, hate, I hate getting older. <laughs> yeah, but – As a kid, I didn't have to set the, freaking the, yearly or, or annual or weekly reminders. Sheesh. But like this is also like the least of the reminders that you need to have in your adult That's life. True. Like, That's true. Um, it's not that serious, you know. Fixing the I, like, I had garage door broke. Had to get the garage door guy over this week. Oh, Stuff now like you know what I do enjoy. So DraftKings two years ago came out with best ball lineups. Have y'all done any of those? No. no, and so, I know you like this stuff. Yeah, the, it's, it, the no, fantasy it's, stuff. Well, no, it's basically the exact same as picking your fantasy team, except for it puts like your highest scores in your lineup every week. So you literally don't have to worry about it. You got your bench, you got your team. Let the scoring be as it may. That's oh. that's the type of league I want to be in. Just put my highest scores up in my lineup. Are either one of your leagues for money, like decent money? Uh, yeah, enough to keep you interested. I mean, yeah. What are we talking? We do. I, I think thirty six dollars. Which <laughs> that's not decent money. We Scoots. not decent money. Well, I mean, and, we have, and secondly, well, we have twelve of us though. Okay. Yeah, but still, like I thought he was gonna be like a hundred dollars. I mean, you said you said decent money. You didn't say great money. 
It, that's decent money. Uh, if th- you th- win, you're getting not even two hundred bucks. Not even what I'm concerned about. Why? How in the heck are you all on thirty six dollars? Because that's a good that's point. the story. I, 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 mean, I guess not... because there's twelve people, so no. they want a whole number. No, I knew I knew that question would be brought up. So we do we pay out weekly for high score. Which I like, but how much is it a week? Yeah, uh, I like it too, but you're getting $2 a week for high score? No, so the high score gets everybody else's dollar for that week. So if you get a high score for the week, you're getting $11. $11? But if you do that three or four times, there's your money back. Yeah, but it's only 36 That's why you're not, that's why you don't care about it, Scoots. It's $36. You, wipe, just... you wipe your butt with $36 <laughs> bills. Yeah, like you're making those bets every s- Sunday. I mean, the equivalent to, I'm sure. I bet you make Close, $40 yeah. in bets yeah. pretty easily. Most of the time, yeah. Yeah. Because you'll $10 bet two bet games, $10 bet there. Yeah, yeah, you put some money on that. Are, are yours enough to keep you interested, Roush? I don't, I don't even know what my entry is, but it's probably like 40 50, You know, it's not a lot. Yeah. I mostly do it for the draft, hang out. Yeah, the the Sunday draft, unfortunately, this weekend on a school work night is just the only time we could do it, similar to what you said. The one the following Sunday is Labor Day weekend, so that'll that'll still be a, a hoot nanny, uh, and that'll that'll be a good time. But yeah, they're tougher and tougher to schedule the older and older you get. But speaking of garages, mm-hmm. you're sitting at a table with a hummingbird hero. It's me. What hummingbird got stuck in my garage? And oh it was my a tiny little thing, as hummingbirds generally will be, and it just could not recognize that it needed to get below the open garage door. So like it wasn't even it had no clue of like it'd go from one end of the garage to the other, but it'd never go low where it even observed where the outside world was. You also have a n- w- couple windows in your garage, correct? You got a couple windows. It didn't it really even check out the windows for what it was worth, although those hmm. were kind of dirty with cobwebs and stuff like that. But it was just staying pretty much at the top of the garage, flying back and forth. And those poor little hummingbirds, you know, supposedly, like they can fly their wing. I'm just going to embarrass myself with any sort of numbers, but uh, supposedly they can like die because they just, if they fly too much, like their hearts don't stop and they just like die. And I'm worried about this little fella because he is just freaking out, understandably so. I try a few different things. I Google something. It's like, get some flowers. They like the nectar. And I'm like, well, it's probably not just going to come to my flower and start <laughs> drinking the nectar. But that didn't work. Try it. It was like, attract it with something red. It's like, not a bulb, but I'll give it a shot. It didn't work either. Um, so then I get these screens. I'm like, I'm going to try to funnel him out. But again, not even registering that it needs to go below the garage door. So that's not even working. Then I'm like, I'm going to take two screens. I'll trap it in between. And then I'll just kind of cage it. Outside the garage, let it go. Hopefully, it won't get hurt doing that. So that was my plan until I have the screen, which is probably like a five-foot screen. It's light as all as a feather, and I'm putting it up there. I got the other one, and I'm trying to like kind of trap it. It just sits on top of the screen, stops flying for the first time that I've seen it. Oh. It just lets me take it out yeah. of the garage, yeah. and then it just flies away. Oh, oh that's man. awesome. The that's wife saw so the cool. whole thing, too, which was kind of neat as well, because I was telling her all about it, and you she heard like about it. I was just like, I feel like St. Francis. I'm talking to this whisperer. little bird just to chill out and get out of here. But no, that was cool. Uh, we're doing kind of like a end of summer cleaning. So cleaning out the garage, I guess that's how the little guy got in there. Hey, fun fact. Do you all know natural predators of hummingbirds? Eagles. Nope. Roush? Frogs. Um, I'm going to say uh, an owl. Nope. Venus flytrap. Praying mantises. Really? Yep. They hang out on hummingbird feeders and they'll just snatch them right out of the air. 
I didn't realize that they could. Um, yeah, I guess cr- they're both actually comparable. Look up, uh, look up videos of them s- snagging hummingbirds out of the air. I it's, like hummingbirds. It's wild. I do too, but it's really cool to see a praying mantis just snatch. Could one. Definitely see a praying mantis being strong. I mean, hummingbirds are nothing. No. Like nothing at all. Although I just didn't think it'd probably be quick enough to snatch a. Hummingbird. Oh, they are. Look it up later today. It's it's wild. I'm not, I won't. I'm not a big fan of like animal fights. Really? It's not a fight. The hummingbird loses. What? Probably was a struggle for a moment. <laughs> We're going to talk sports today. Text on into the Thornton's text line and get your butt on into a Thornton's. 502-414-1450 is the text line. Download the app. I went yesterday, was filling up, and are you a Refresh Rewards member? You bet your sweet butt I am. Punch in your number, blah, blah, blah. Money came off the per gallon. It was Ooh, sweet. I've got 15 cents off this week. That's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. But I don't have to fill up because I got 20 cents off last week. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. Lucky, it. You better let Roush drive. With, he's basically getting gas for dirt treat, cheap, and you can do that, too. Just download the app at Thornton's. It's really a, one of the cooler, like, business apps that I can remember that, like, that's non-gambling, maybe. Um, it's got a lot going on with it, and that's just the whole Thornton's Corporation, including, including their Summer Cash Bash, which you've heard me talk cash about. Bash. You can sign up for that. On the app, we had practice stuff yesterday, Roush. Overall, I thought a relatively quiet UK sports day. Yeah, yeah. It's probably going to be that way, honestly, until the season starts. Right, right. We're in the final days of talking season. Uh, the What's really annoying is Shane Beamer. Uh, which I don't even know if we did. We even discuss that. I guess we did briefly, but it wasn't it was such an old quote from Stoops. But it's just kind of recirculated and got back in the news now. Well, in Shane Beamer, I don't know if you're following Adam Luckett's Twitter account um, or mine, but Shane Beamer, if he finds, he has just a knack for finding microphones. This guy will talk to anybody, anytime, anywhere, any place, and. <laughs> That has led to this story just refusing to go away. Like, he, he's talked about it three or four times, and he keeps bringing it up. Now, maybe, you know, I know in one setting it was a press conference where he got asked. You know, he has those press conferences. They got to talk about something. Um, and you know what? Sure, fine, whatever. But, like, this guy, he was on Fox News talking about giving a walk-on a scholarship. Fox News, if you want to talk about walk-ons getting scholarships – that happens at hundreds of schools across America every year. And you got to talk to this doofus? I love it. Don't let him have any power over you. But it's it's so frustrating because, it, and, like, and really what it is, is like Stoops is just going to want to run up the score this year. Like, he, oh, yeah, he hates yeah. this guy. The more that Shane Beamer talks about it, the more he hates this guy. But the thing that's annoying is South Carolina fans, of course, they're all chirpy now, too. They get in my mentions like when are, when are they, when are, they when are they not chirpy? Yeah, I mean you know that's nothing new. Now they just have a coach that's kind of peacocking and parroting their cockiness along with the game. He, he does, and I think that's why they like him because he's reflective mm-hmm. of how they want to be. Yes. Now, now smart South Carolina fans—they've been fed turd sandwiches for over a decade yeah. now at this point. And I think their their last straw is just like now Chef Kentucky is the one scooping up these sandwiches for us. No way, no way. And they at least have like a noisy student that they can be like, "Hey, this guy's gonna get make things better for us." Willie, teachers always win. Faculties always win. <laughs> he, he's Kentucky's going to serve up the same sandwiches to South Carolina for years and years to come. But I also see why they're excited, in all seriousness. Well, some of it, I think it's 
growing like up, if they were our age, right? They grew up with Spurrier. Spurrier was the savior. He 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 gave them that confidence, that cockiness, because that's just his mo. And it went downhill. I mean, real fast for them. They had three ten win seasons in a row, and won the East. And I think two years later, three years later, he was out. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, they're winning baseball national championships. Then you get stuck with freaking Will Muschamp. Oh God! But they there. they deserved that. That was a horrible hire. Right. They they deserved it. But I do think there is for smart fans. There still is some caution around Beamer, but they're going to like kind of like Kentucky fans having Will Levis. Having Spencer Rattler as a quarterback is getting them very excited. And you know what? Have fun with that. Um, you have the worst play caller in the conference. Their year-by-year records are just awful. <laughs> uh, ever since 2013, they have been horrible. Ooh, uh, it would be tough just seeing your rival take off to like national prominence where you thought you were knocking on the door, and then they just come barging by, I mean, storm the door, past you. and then cops take like South Carolina back to the cruiser. And it, like that, it, it would be that would suck. It would suck to be a South Carolina fan. There's really no ifs ands or buts. I mean, about they it. had Jadavion Clowney and that hit in the bowl. Like they they had some some it factor. They had juice. Yeah. They juice in Columbia. I love Columbia. It's one of my favorite SEC towns. I know a lot of people disagree with that. It's not the prettiest city in the world, but their campus is beautiful. And they had they did they had a lot. You're you're an hour and a half from the beach. They had a ton going for them, and they have just fallen into what Lattimore's can happen so easy in the SEC. <laughs> like it can happen so easily in the SEC if you just got the lo- wrong dude leading the program, or somebody like Spurrier near the end of his career kind of checked out, not into it as much. It can happen quick, folks, and Kentucky fans know that all too well. But seeing them kind of struggle to climb the ladder and having to create some fake energy to try to make it seem like they're further along than they actually are sure does make me appreciative of where the the Cats football program is. Yeah, and you know what? I would prefer this be the kind of annoying story that seems to keep lingering around versus the Mark Stoops, John Calipari thing because, thankfully – it kind of came and went pretty quickly. You had uh, it, it came out on Thursday, I, I want to say, during that Bahamas week. The Stoops Barnhart thing was Saturday. It lingered for a day or two the following week, but then they all just shut up about it, and we've we've kind of moved on. Yeah, but he hasn't. Beamer. No, no Beamer. Beamer keeps never. talking about this, that, the other. Never going to move on. I didn't even get what his quote meant about like our culture's hot as hell. Yeah. What did that like? Pro climate change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I thought that was actually something I had talked about. Well, I didn't write down. I wrote down that we were going to talk about South Carolina, but I was going to bring up the point that Stoops is going to give them the Louisville treatment, <laughs> and it's going to be at the Krogue, and people are just going to be dancing well, and cheering and having a great time, and life's going to be pretty difficult on Spencer Rattler, and it's going to be fun. I'm excited about that and game. If you look at that schedule too, you. You see who Kentucky plays before then? That's going to be the first big game at home of the year. October, Saturday night after Keeneland, probably a cool 73 degrees around kickoff when the sun's setting. The Man. SEC Network 730 special. I can already see it. And then the Cats just – because in, in, in theory, I mean, UK could be 6-0. You're five and zero going into that game. They're five and zero going into that game. And yeah. then Spencer Rattler coming into town. I mean, Spencer Rattler, 
even though it, it a lot of it stems from a show he made as a teenager, and that's unfair. People don't like Spencer Rattler. There's just there's something about him. I don't have any personal issues with Spencer Rattler besides the fact and like the show. That's it's always tough when you put like a teenager on a show like that. It's tough to make them look anything but the way that they generally like, look. I mean, a quarterback should be a, kind of a a jerkhead. Yeah, you know? like they. they, they... Uh, Danny Clark. Who was no? Who's UK guy? Scalzo. Scalzo. Which, by the way, he looked good on it. Third ACL there. No. Yeah, tours ACL this weekend. It's a different knee, but three ACL tears. Three ACL tears in four years. Sounds like Michael Penix. By the way, he's going to start at Washington. Did I you see that? That, yeah. that written down too to bring up. But good yeah, for Michael Penix. Scalzo looked okay on his TV show. Man, that stinks for him. Hate it. But. Uh, I, I forgot what I was going to say regarding quarterbacks and the TV shows and moving on. But I've got nothing against them. I just think if you couldn't succeed at Oklahoma with all the tools and pieces that you had with a easier schedule, most likely. I don't know. I, I don't buy the hype of all of all that going into South Carolina. And I agree with you. I don't blame South Carolina fans for getting excited. A, a big name quarterback. We we've gotten more excited with less, most likely. Yeah. yeah. That. But that being said, it's a total overreaction to the Gamecocks and. Um, Beamer's fueling it, exciting quarterback transfers fueling it, and just the normal South Carolina Gamecocks football hype machine is up and running, which uh, operating at, at great quality. Can you name South Carolina's all-SEC quarterbacks in their history since they joined the league in 92? Steven Garcia. Yeah, they don't have one, right? Yeah, they never had one. Steven Garcia got hosed. <laughs> <laughs> well, Connor Shaw, Steven Garcia, he's, I think he's still hanging around. Down in Columbia, doing <laughs> stuff. You're gonna say like the NFL. I was like, "There's no way." I know we just talked about Geno Smith and these guys, but if you tell me that Garcia is somewhere in the NFL, I'm just I'm gonna go try out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I played in flag football championship games. Uh, can't can't be too much worse than Garcia. Uh, so they don't have any. Yeah, never had one. <laughs> never had one. Which uh, we had all the SEC t- teams come out. Maybe we'll tell you who was on him after the break. Wow, that's a tease. All right, get your text in. This is Kentucky Roll Call Wednesday edition, Wacky Wednesday edition of the show. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. We'll be back. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Wednesday. Hope you're having a great start to your morning. You can make it even better by getting yourself some Shady Rays. I hear a lot of people do advertisements for Shady Rays that clearly have never gone through the Shady Rays process. It's 
It's as good as it sounds. There's nothing more that I can say about it. Their website's awesome, ShadyRays.com. It's organized. Whatever kind of sunglasses you're looking for, they're going to have them for you. I'll have a few different kinds at the Big X Scramble in nine days or however long that's going to be. So soon. I know, and we almost had it this Friday. So uh, pumped. Which would be even sooner, although weather for this Friday, hot and possibly some storms. So maybe we'll we'll have it a little bit better Ooh, the following Hotter Friday. than Bolivia? Some would say, yeah. I, um, yeah. I sculled a shot in my recent golf scramble and said I hit that one to Bolivia. Nobody. They loved it. Go- oh, good. They loved yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Really, really got a chuckle out of that. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Shady Rays, though, their website's easy to navigate. Like I said, we'll have some at the Big X Golf Scramble, so you can check them out in person yourself if you're going to be joining us out there that afternoon. Looks like we're going to have close to like 75 Big X people out there, which big X, big X listeners, not employees. We don't have 75 <laughs> Big X employees. but We really have gotten X here. Uh, there will be some Big X employees not showing up. Maybe one of the leaders of an afternoon show, hmm. uh, supposedly, is not going to be good, there. Too good to show up. Too good to show up. Hmm. Trevor says he's going to, but I'll believe it when I see the big guy out there. But the good news for him, Golf Scrambles, you know, we'll be out there past noon, so maybe he can find us. Yeah. Hey, by the way, early report, 82 and sunny nice. as of right now for that Friday. Yeah, nine days out doesn't really mean too much for me, but I'll Fingers take crossed. it. I'll take it. Yeah, that's fun. You can always look at the Catterday forecast as well the following day. means we're really close to it. I'm going to finish the Shady Raids ad at some point. ShadyRaids.com, <laughs> promo code Big X, 25% off. They do the replacement pairs. They have a 30-day money-back guarantee. The wife just got some Shady Rays yesterday. I didn't know that she was getting to the house. And uh, it's it's a it's a great company. They give meals back to hungry people in America. Uh, all of it is easy. All of it is true. And th- there's a reason why. They have over like half a million five-star reviews or however, whatever the number is, something ridiculous. So we love Shady Rays. You will as well. Roush, the Cats, all SEC? Mm-hmm. Six of them. We had the coaches team. And the thing that's nice about the coaches team is you don't just – sometimes there's – like, media, we're goobers, right? And especially the ones that go down to SEC media days and they fall for narratives and they just get blinded by them instead of just, all right, here's kind of the numbers, here's the production, here should be good this year. Six Wildcats, Chris Rodriguez on the first team offense, uh, second team Kenneth Horsey, third team Will Levis, Tavion Robinson, Jacquez Jones, and DeAndre Square, which – is, uh, I want to say, two or three more than they had on the uh, media selection because what happens is um, there's equal representation in this vote where down there at SEC Media Days, you get the hundreds of Bama and Georgia outlets and then they just vote for all their guys. So, you know. It's not bad. Uh, Not bad at all. Do you think J.J. Weaver should have maybe been mentioned somewhere on there? The problem is, is uh, even though rec- recruiting websites they adapted pretty quickly, none of these stupid po- like postseason teams have changed to where they include edge rushers. Now they ju- do just say we're going to have seven defensive linemen, but that's still not the same as just an edge rusher. If they have edge rusher, he's second or third best out there behind Will Anderson. Okay, isn't Weaver the one with six fingers? Yep, gotcha. He's actually got eleven. Well, six on one hand. Six on one hand, five on the other. Did you see the uh, the cute girl they had that came up to him after practice and gave him a hug? She she's one of the six finger 
kids. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> it was a few weeks ago, but it, it's real. It was really sweet because. I mean, I bet this girl was, what, five, six, seven years old, something like that. She's really young, and I'm sure starting school, people notice that. Kids are mean. I'm I'm, I'm glad that there's a guy like J.J., you know, mm-hmm. big football player like J.J. to embrace her. I'm like, oh, you're great. Yeah. You're going you're, you're gonna to be great. Nothing wrong with you. you. Don't let people tease you about it. I, I think it's cool. I think good friends, nice people would be more like, oh, that's 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 all. Can we see you move it? Look at the six-toe creed. Well, it, es- es- especially in his case, because a lot of times that extra limb, I guess, is is small and, and not formed. But it, his looks like a normal finger, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So that, I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Which, by the way, Rodriguez being on the first team, I woke up not mad, but like, you know that feeling whenever something happens, you're like, damn it, I'm going to have to talk about this on the radio the next day? I dreamed that Rodriguez played early, but fumbled it in each of his first two series, including like wide open middle of the field, just like twenty yard run fumble. I was very mad. I feel like, like you've had that dream before. Is there any other KRC listeners that that dream of Roush rings about? It's a reoccurring dream of Chris Rodriguez fumbling. fumbling. I had a dream. So this makes that me very paranoid about my season predictions. That uh, there was a clown, a scary clown, playing a piano in my backyard. And I was just not in the mood for like shenanigans, so I just let the dog out on him, and he ran away. <laughs> I had a dream. I had probably a bu- some subconscious stuff there. I had a dream that I had a buddy win the Powerball, so that's got to be good news. Yeah, right? I have a buddy that won the lottery one time. Believe it or not, Power- yeah. not Powerball though, but still won the lottery. Hundred million dollars, <laughs> Dugan. Whose week is it? I think, I think it's. I think it is Dugan's. Mega Millions is technically higher, so we should be a Tuesday Friday family this week. But it's only like. 20, 20 million, million more, more you, know. you know. Well, who needs 20 million when we're going to be rolling in it here soon enough? <laughs> Big X lottery pool so far unsuccessful, but that one just of means, these days just means we're due. One of these days just means that we're. And also, uh, you check Trevor's tickets, right? I Scoops. didn't. No, but he, I did, he doesn't. But I did hear from Trevor yet last night, so he would have said something if we won, right? No, he doesn't check his tickets. All right, let me check them for him. He doesn't check. I, he doesn't check he never them at all. Scans them. Normally, never scans I do, them. Normally, I do check. The tickets. I just didn't this week. I thought you did. That's why I brought it up. No big deal. You don't have to. No, I'm I mean, checking them out. Well, there the was winner, somebody uh, at. We could uh, be here for no reason. My local Kroger that <laughs> won uh, 250000 on Quick. Not Quick. Is Quick Pick a Power? I don't know. It was one of those games that's similar, but it wasn't Powerball. But yeah, Kroger sold like a two hundred fifty thousand yeah, dollars ticket like on New Cut Road. Pick three or something like that or something. Yeah, yeah. One of the, the games that I'm not well acquainted with. Yeah. Gambling. Fun. Yeah, you know, and we were having this conversation at uh, after our golf scramble the other day because we're sitting there like, man, somebody's like, I wish we could just go to the casino. Instead, we ended up just playing some gambling games. Shut the box, you know, Great, yeah, some dice games. We also did. Everybody put five dollars in and blindly just get a horse. You just pick a card and get a number. My horse held on in one by a nose, and I, I mean it was like a seven to two. So I. Great odds, <laughs> just having everybody's five dollars in there. Uh, but we were having this conversation. Man, it'd be fun if we could just go to the casino instead of having to. It's like yeah, but it's so far away, and like, man, what if what if Churchill Downs? Like right now, we could just go over there, hang out at the bar. They have sports on, and you can go play some blackjack. You know, sounds sounds amazing. Just some, just some casual wagers, you know, nothing too crazy. Mm-hmm. Just hang out. Don't don't need to worry about rides. You know, like you can you can get somebody to drop you off over there real quick. Come pick you up. 
five minutes away. <sighs> Sounds nice. Someday that'll would, be the would case. Would be amazing. Update. It'll, it'll happen. We are not rich. Ah, oh, damn it. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line if you want to to get in. Uh, I thought Scangarello had an interesting quote about the wide receivers yesterday. Wide receivers have been a hot topic on our radio show, Roush. Seems like they get brought up every day, if not every other day. Mm-hmm. He said that in the NFL, most rookie wide receivers don't do much. It's a tricky part for wide receivers to have to learn. Basically, I don't know. I felt like he was pun- pushing the brakes on the freshman wide receivers. Also, that's just unequivocally false on rookie wide receivers not doing much. Did he saw- see Jamar Chase? I mean, there are exam- <laughs> there are you know examples. I mean? Justin Jefferson. Now, granted, it's more of a recent phenomenon in the last four, you know, three four years. Where and, and I mean, we're seeing how wide receivers are getting paid now. They've replaced running backs. Um, kind of the old NFL where it was you paid running backs and linebackers. Now it's the the receivers are getting the huge paydays. Um, but I mean, I think to his point, it's learning the schemes of everything. Like you aren't, you might have one guy who can come in and do some things, but there's a lot of nuances to that position, right? So like Dane Key, he's confident in Dane Key coming in and doing a lot of big things. But Barry on Brown is still, like, from what, from what I understand about Brown, like the kind of vibes I'm getting from him, to use a Plumley bro word that I hate, but it feels like everyday practice, Barry on Brown has one super-duper awesome play, a lot of like, no, that's not what you're supposed to do, Barry on. There, there, there's a lot of boomer bust factor with him right now, a lot of inconsistencies. So you have to pick and choose wisely how you use him in the game. Because you don't want to get stuck behind the chains. That yeah. sort of thing. What would a okay, that's understandable. You you kind of explained it out there. Yeah, I I, I know people are con, are concerned about it. We have the you gotta you're gonna have to probably see it before you believe it sort of deal, but we like the pieces that Kentucky has at the position. For a lot of the young guys, even as boom as they may be, or as bust as they may be, they are gonna be in for shouldn't say necessarily a rude awakening, but they're going to notice the change in competition once they get into the SEC grind. And that's something that they can't experience until they experience it, as dumb as that sentence is to say, there is truth to it. So there's going to be learning curves for those younger guys, for sure. And that's why you gotta you got to hope Travion Robinson is up to snuff, that he can be reliable. you got to hope some of the tight ends can be reliable. And again, you got to hope that the offensive line is going to give the wide receivers time to develop their routes. Will Levis to go through his progressions, which I hope he goes through them more than just kind of looking for Wandell. But it worked last year, so no no major complaints there. But it's gonna it's gonna take some time for some of those younger guys to kind of realize what they're up against. And the good news is, though, they have it. Except saying that Florida game, they have it. Which I know that's saying a lot, yeah. right? That's a big caveat, but. There isn't this sort of – I don't really know how to – the kind of grind where you get into three and four SEC games in a row and it gets really physical and that the kind of weight of that, they, they don't have that at the beginning of the season. They can kind of play freely. They can gain some confidence. Um, th- th- that's an overall positive. Um, and, and I think that gets us to the, the biggest news of yesterday. They didn't – Beat around the bush, right? Um, mm-hmm. 
with the offensive line stuff, which I, I'm glad they didn't because all reports that came out from people who watched the scrimmage were that David Wallaball was running with the ones, and Zach Yenzer just went out and said it. Like, yes, he, he's, he's, he's stepped up. He's filling that role for us. After you know two or three weeks, it's pretty clear Dion Dion Buford more comfortable at right tackle. We're rolling with Wallaball with Wally as they call him, which Wally's a great nickname. Did say it's still a competition, but said that yeah, yeah, you could recon between the lines there. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And uh, I, I'm just glad we're not playing that sort of game, um, and that they're giving Wally two weeks to just kind of. Get comfortable now. Of course, he's not going to be like I'm the starter forever. But at least to know, like, all right, I'm rolling out there with the ones when they call me out. Let's let's go get to work and and build on this. This isn't a normally. This is not a normally an issue for UK's offensive line. But if nothing else, you would think that he'll be incredibly motivated to play hard every single possession, just knowing. Every single play, just knowing, yeah, this job is not safely mine necessarily. Some people are surprised I'm even the starter. So hopefully that'll be his mindset. Just maybe I'll make my mistakes. It happens in SEC football, especially being in the trenches. But I'm going to work my ass off every play. That goes a long way for offensive linemen. And UK's always had a bunch of tryhards. There's been maybe a, I don't want to say a, a bad apple necessarily, but you've maybe had uh, one or two guys that haven't been the hardest workers, and you've seen how that's generally worked out for them. Uh, they get they lose playing time when it's all. Uh, oh, eventually they'll lose playing time. So hopefully somebody that's fighting for a job has surprised a lot of folks. Will will give it his all every play, and that will help. So wishful thinking there. Uh, all right, let's. Do we want to get the text line? Is it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. I'll go ahead and already. I'm excited to read them, but I'll go ahead and just say we got to stop. No carryover COVID on Thursday's text line. We'll do today because that's basically all that it is. <laughs> of course, I, I, I wonder why. <laughs> as as it so often is on lightning rod issues like this, but we can't because we're going to respond to stuff today. You all are going to want to respond to, but and then we just can't have a. We can't do this Thursday. We can't do it Friday. We got to move on from it. So we'll do it today, but then we'll need to have your ask about other random stuff. You can even ask about other controversial stuff. You can even even ask about our favorite tacos if you want, Plumley Bro. The ghost taco. Ghost taco. Come into a salsaritas near you. Right. Remember you? It's made from the chips. Oh, I remember. Take a bite. It borders really close on just nachos. Bit odd, isn't it? I really. <laughs> Are you still watching? <laughs> I actually have not watched one. I was going to say, you haven't brought it up. Yeah, I haven't watched one since the, the Demogorgon got to the hospital. So. Need to, need oh, to get you're, back you're in. in. He's for there for an extended stay. A doozy. Although, <laughs> At uh, a share room. The hospital's crowded. Admittedly, season two, worst season of Stranger Things. Really? Yeah. Is that the one with like the other group of like outcasts? That was the worst season. Raël goes away for an episode. Yeah, they're like yeah. at like an apartment and like they're grungy and stuff. Yeah, that was that season two. Yeah, yeah, that was the worst season. And then uh, overall, the mom, great, overall great show. The mom's dating uh, the guy with the lisp. Oh, oh. yeah. What's his name? Du- Doug from Fifty First Dates. Yeah. What, what, do you know what his name in the show is? Because he is the most. It's the most. I think his name is like Doug. It's something. No, it's it's not Doug. It's just something like, very plain though. It is. Yeah. I'm looking it up. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, anytime Bob or I something. S- yeah, I think it is Bob. <laughs> yeah, it is Bob. It's Bob. B O B O B. Don't want to ruin anything for anybody. Bob Bob. I don't know if I see him on there. <laughs> it is Bob. I'm almost positive. 
Gosh, they really don't think highly of this guy. (laughs) Is he only in this season? Yeah. Oh, okay. Are we sure that's season two? I'm just not seeing it. Season two. Okay. I'll take everybody's word for it. Oh, there he is. Bob Newby. Yeah. (laughs) Sean Astin is the actor. I thought it was Sean Astin. Rudy. Which, by the way. Yeah, Rudy too, yeah. Rudy is, um, like, in hindsight, having that guy play Rudy, is that good or bad? You know? I don't think all that highly of the movie Rudy, for being honest. Same. I love the, the caretaker question. clapping. Although, of all the really cheesy, hokey kind of, um, like, just like, we're just going to inspire you sports movies. I, I, I like that more than Hoosiers, you know? I don't, I'm not crazy about Hoosiers. I'm not crazy about I Hoosiers I feel like either. some of those sports movies, older sports movies, they just, it's such a... Idealistic. And they jumble everything together because they're like, we got an hour and 90 minutes. And it's like Rudy and Rudy would be much better as like a one season TV series where you can actually like get into like all the BS he had to really put up with, not just like 10 minute montage of like him having to put in him hard getting work. Yeah. Around like and stuff. have one episode of the season of Rudy, like Rudy gets his lights knocked out on the field. He's concussed. He's going to miss two weeks, <laughs> <laughs> but inside the football program, there starts to be a ton of fruit flies, and things start to pile up, and they realize, oh, we miss Rudy. Yeah. Yeah, we maybe shouldn't clean his, uh, knock him out when he's going across the middle. <laughs> yeah, I'm not crazy about some older sports movies as well. Glory, uh, Glory Road, get the hell out. Space Jam, though, great movie. That is a great Piece movie. Piece of cinema mm-hmm. history. Oh, yeah. So, here we go. A texter says, Rodriguez, on the Thornton Stacks line, Rodriguez had a nil deal with UK Healthcare, and he didn't follow through. That's what I'm hearing. That's what everybody's hearing. Got a text from a, a, a teacher yesterday that was like, hey, so is this about Rodriguez and the healthcare stuff true? And I was just like, ah, that's what everybody's saying, but I, I, you know, I don't have anybody confirming well, to me. And, and that's what is funny, too, is the uh, Deputy Doofus actually got more people to text me yesterday. And what I realized about Deputy Doofus being like, I can't believe that uh, KSR isn't reporting this, and they'll report on Louisville. And it's like, you mean... Uh, yeah, that's kind of the point, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to say bad stuff about our rival and not about our school. If it's reportable, if it reaches a certain muster, then John Hale from the Herald Leader will report it. If he can get it confirmed and know that it's this, X, Y, and Z, then he will report it. Yeah. I don't think that he's actively trying to cover it up. That newspaper. They covered the Emory Riddled stuff. I know that was 30 years ago, but they all of a sudden aren't backing down. And if you think, like, well, it would be bad business for them to report them. No, it would be great in the short term because they would have the scoop on it. But nobody can get the scoop on it because nobody can get anything confirmed and pegged down. And all of Deputy Doofus's witch hunts have just been embarrassing for him. And that's stuff we've all talked about. We don't need to refresh it. But, like, the Ashton Hagen's money phone, what did you want out of that? Like, what did you think? Did you think that some that John Hale was going to be like, I've got it. Fine, I, I got the money tracked down to the dollar, and I know where this money came from. That's not realistic. People get money in college yeah, all the time. It's not I mean, possible. Like, it, it's cash, too. It's it, was, like, it was borderline offensive that you were so up in arms that a 19-year-old student had what looked also, to be maybe like $600. Have you seen prom pictures lately? Oh, it's just like money everywhere. Yeah, that's like, like the thing to do. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think that's kind of douchey, to be honest with you. Oh yeah, it but, certainly is. They're gonna look back and be like, "God, I was a loser." Kind of like we were when we were. We everybody were, wore the at, white suits. Oh well, yeah. I didn't do a white suit. By I the did way. one white suit for a prom, yeah. not by choice, but I looked okay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have any major. Your, issues did you have your earrings in too? 
No, that's a good question. I don't think so for prom. I think I, that would have. I think parents just would have been like, "What the hell are you?" You doing? were an earring guy. I had earrings for like a year. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they look cool. I think we need to re-pierce your ears. That the, the holes are still there. Scramble. Somebody brings some earrings out to the Big X Scramble, and we'll punch You'll them right them on in? through. Oh yeah. <laughs> would you wear them the whole scramble? Oh man, that's yeah. got to be a bachelor party thing, right? I haven't put. Po- I haven't poked uh, one through a hole in probably three or four years. But but that's like every a, time it still works. A drunken like what's? It's <laughs> yeah, forget about it. What if I they were? What if they were big hoop earrings? Would you rock them? No, <laughs> I had little diamond studs that were fake diamonds, and I thought I looked cool. Fake and uh, I knew that I didn't actually look cool. Looking but you back, just, you just did it. You just did it because you wanted to do something. And also, I think the the high school girlfriend at the time was really really into it. So you just <laughs> yeah, you you, you, you you do dumb things. You did you did that stuff. Yep. Um, um, I man, I saw so last night went to uh, Assumption volleyball game. My cousin plays there. Uh, what's they up played, with that one girl just saying like I'm not playing? Oh, the, it's I'm very happy. The because, Texas commit. Yeah, she just quit like two games into the season. She's quitting the sport, or she's no, no, she's just quitting because she doesn't like the coach. So. Texas is still like, we'll see you when you get here. Yeah, and I think she might just enroll in – like, she could probably just enroll in January and start. Oh, at Texas? That's, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I was wondering, is she just, like, giving up volleyball? Because that's a huge story if somebody's so burnt out and, like, one of the top players in the country. Yeah, apparently uh, – I mean, she she had to miss some of the season last year because of concussions. They were kind of worried about it. So, they actually might be cool with her just not playing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, I don't mean to interrupt. So you went there, saw your I'm cousin. I'm cool with it, though, because it got my cousin more PT. Oh, yeah. And they got their teeth kicked in by the defending state champs up in Northern Kentucky, St. Henry, for the first two games. Came back, beat the snot out of him the next two games. My cousin got the winning kill in game three and was, like, stomping around and stuff. Um, and then So they went to the fifth set. Went to the fifth set. And wow. you know how it is a vibe. Like, like, oh, man, we were only here for an hour. It's going to get swept. And then you look up and it's – Two and a half hours mm-hmm. later, they're in the fifth set. They went down by a bunch, came back, ended up winning 16-14. Wow. It was very exciting. That is exciting. Very exciting. Yeah, when you said that they got stomped the first two sets, that's not normal of assumption. No, they're, no. They're volleyball team it, not used to well, being swept, losing even. It was their first home game, and they've, they've put up video boards in their gym now, and they have like a hype video, and they turn the lights off, and – uh, put the spotlight on everyone. Like, it's a very big production, and it was brand new. So I think there was some nerves. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it was. It was very cool. Very Did you cool. Roam over to St. Rayfield, see what a real Catholic school looks like. Oh, the giant losers. Now the giant winners. <laughs> they did have a nice playground though. Very nice playground. That field is awesome. Um, but yeah, nice little playground. I've, I've got to start doing some volleyball play by play. You miss it? It's fun. I, that's my favorite sport to call. For sure. This, it, there is a lot of uh, action, action yeah. and if you have somebody like especially play by play, you don't have to provide the analysis, right? So like, makes it uh, makes it kind of simple. We uh, we really uh, liked the guy who was announcing like the PA because he would go kill by Chloe Smith, and it sounded like he was saying holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> A texter says, it's like you could see the light bulb go off when Roush realized that maybe keeping injury news close to the vest gives you a competitive advantage. Interesting. I think Roush has known that. Yeah, but I I do think it's very minuscule and that Mm -hmm. coaches are, generally speaking, way too paranoid. Oh, it happens in every sport. That's, yeah. that's not a, unique to UK, but that's that's the way that it generally goes. Every once in a while, TJ just lets his 4chan side out wild. I'm not familiar with 4chan. 
I only know a four chain of people referencing it, but I don't really know what it is. I did a quick Wikipedia search, and it just looks. It's confusing. like dark web something. Gotcha. Yeah. Texter says, if TJ got his way, hundreds of thousands of more people likely would have died, but at least he wouldn't be slightly inconvenienced. Credit to Roush for countering this BS. Just factually untrue. If I had it my way, what would my way have been? Letting people make their own medical decisions and do live their own lives and make their own personal choices based on their risk analysis? If that meant more people died living their life, then then that's the way that everybody's going to die. Second, TJ, you're just wrong about this, and you sound like an absolute nut job. Yeah, and that's another thing on the text line. A lot of people disagreed with me. A lot of people agreed with me. Generally how these things sort of go. The people who disagreed didn't offer a lot of counterpoints just stuff like you're a nut job you're crazy uh, blah 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 well I, and, I, and i was trying to get that point across to you yesterday when you come on with such strong language you only elicit more strong language back it's a radio show if you don't come with a hot if you don't come hot don't come at all that's what i always say i'm sure someone beat me to it but the other hbo show roush is talking about is how to with john wilson great show i'm telling you that if you like that one that Man, there's some. Like, I had to quit watching it for like. I, I'm probably going to go back and watch the rest of them, but I had to take a break from it because my mind was just. It was too much. Yeah. Gosh, baby had like one of her worst night sleeps last night. Just was up nonstop, and uh, there was. I was like, I'm not falling back asleep. It crossed my mind just to put it on and watch it. Did not, but I will. I got to get around to it because some of it does sound interesting. So, so I'm, I'm all for trying new things. When she has her rough nights where she won't sleep, is it? Do you just gotta like hold her? Well, we're kind of weaning her, so I think that has something to do with it. But this is the thing that kind of concerns me a little bit: is that like she is coughing, but only like at night when we put her down. Like she doesn't cough during the day. School doesn't mention anything about a little cough. It's nothing like. It's just like a sad little pathetic. Like so, it's it's all, <laughs> it sounds like an attention kind of could be that as well. But like. I don't know. Normally we go in there, we'll rub her back, that will do the trick. If that doesn't work, we'll pick her up, rock her, that'll do the trick. If that doesn't do the trick, it means she's hungry. So then the wife will do her thing, but now that we're kind of weaning her, we had to resort to like, all right, we got to go make her a bottle because something's not – she's 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 frustrated today. Hmm. So it wasn't a, the best night's sleep in the Walker household, but she doesn't have a fever. The wife said that she was like in a great mood this morning, so – we're we're gonna take her to school, but man, um, very much. Uh, this is giving me flashbacks, or not. It's what's to come in the Roush house. And anxiety. I, I just, and then you'll get to mix that with if the other one wakes up too. At least I think with trouble. the other one, if somebody just goes and lays down with him, he's fine. But we tried to do the we're gonna we're changing up the sleep routine on him, and he just did not handle it well. Oh no. Because right now, you have to lay with him to get him to go to sleep. And for the most part, it's pretty quick. But some nights, he's just rolling around for an hour. And you're like, I can't waste an hour. So, yeah. Uh, also, our house is hot. I, you know, it gets cold in the night. So, I'm like, I'm going to leave the – I'm not going to turn the air down to like 69 or 70. I'll leave it at like 72, 73. And then it'll get cold by the mm-hmm. time we wake up. And it is true. But, gosh, it doesn't seem like it starts getting cold until like 5 in the morning. So, <laughs> Uh, figuring this stuff out as we go along. Hour two of Kentucky Roll Call coming up next. 
Text line is more of what you think it's going to be, but there's still some funny things in there. And we got some some sports stuff. And we do. Get to yeah, I've got well. I've got several other things written down, including uh, the NBA news of the day as well. So don't oh, go anywhere. About that. This yeah. is Kentucky Roll Call on Bro- Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Okay. We'll be right back. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Number 2, Kentucky Roll Call. Ooh, was I ahead of the microphone there, Scoots? You are. You don't ever do. That's a no. rarity. Well, you never come back that fast. I normally don't. You're right about that. <laughs> Keeping you on your toes. Welcome back. Wacky Wednesday edition of KRC. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. Replay of the show 9 to 11. And you can listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call. And the TuneIn radio app is a good way to stream the show live. You can tell your Alexa to play Big X Sports Radio. Playing Big X Sports Radio. And then it'll play it, and then you're 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 good to go. So tons of ways to listen to the show. We're always appreciative of the people that do listen, even if you disagree with us. We're just we don't pretend to uh, to have all the answers, but we like to put on an entertaining show for folks, entertaining show for ourselves, if nothing else. Text on into the Thornton text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Hope everybody took advantage of Taco Tuesday yesterday at Salsaritas. Well, the good news is Salsaritas back open again today. The queso's flowing like the River Nile. Uh, the guacamole blooming like fresh flowers. It's scrum diddlyumptious. Everything there. I'm more of a nachos guy than a taco guy anyway. We talk about this all the time. You get the wildly addictive chips on the side, and you put your steak. The steak, the steak there is really the difference maker, right? Because like I love all their meats, but yeah, there is something about that steak. And it's one of those things too, TJ, where you can't really trust steak at a lot of places. Like You know, it's like, is this really going to be good? Ste-? No, it's high quality, mm-hmm. well-prepared, well-seasoned meats. Try their steak nachos today. Go ahead and do it. And I just opened up my Salsaritas app because when you go to Salsaritas, you're going to scan the app. You'll get free stuff. You'll get free things. First thing that pops up under rewards, one free kids meal. Boom. Expires August 28th. So there you go. You can you can go there, get yourself a, a, a cheap entree, and then just get yourself a free kids meal for, for the kiddo Boom. or for yourself. We or for, yeah, leftovers. Their kid meal is like... Pretty good size. It, it, yeah, like I, I, and you get chips and you get a drink with it. Like it's pretty good value if you're like not starving. Yeah, like oh, I'll get a little cheese it's like quesadilla. A solid good. Oh, they'll put meat on it too. It's a oh, solid nice. size quesadilla. You get a side with it, so like chips and a drink. Uh, the drink's small, but hey, if you're eating there, I can fill up a shot glass of Blue Powerade thirty times if I have to. <laughs> I don't mind. It's that good. I'll do it. Two locations in Louisville, Middletown. It's got a drive-through out Shelbyville Road, and St. Matthews, which is also off Shelbyville Road. But you go down Hubbard's, and boom, right over the railroad tracks, mm-hmm. there is that Salsaritas in all its glory. Uh, a couple quick hitter news items we need to get to before we get back to the Thornton's text on Adam Schefter just reported that Hall of Fame quarterback Lynn Dawson has passed away. 
he was 87. Uh, you might not know the name Lynn Dawson. I don't, but I know him for one very famous photo. Yeah, you all have seen this picture at some point in your life. If He's, you can't remember it when we're about to tell you, if you see it, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I've seen that picture. He is uh, sipping a fresca. Well, the fresca's in between his legs in the middle of Super Bowl one, uh, ripping a heater in the locker room for mm-hmm. the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, Smoking a dart. Yep. It's an iconic, classic picture. Man, that's PEDs right there. Nicotine at halftime. Rest in peace to Lynn Dawson. All-time iconic year photo. quarterback for the Kansas City What'd Chiefs. you say he was drinking? It's a, it's like a oh, fresco. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like straight out now. the bottle where they pop the top. Um, Speaking of quarterbacks, Roush, yep. did you know that Luke May's brother is the starting quarterback at UNC? I did not the know that. The infamous, nefarious Luke May. Does he look like Of Drew North Franklin? Carolina. Wait, what if he just? What if this other guy, this May guy, just looks just like Drew Franklin? Is his name Drew May? Drake May. Drake May. I don't know what he looks like. Well, uh, I'm. But I, I'm going to need bet. the cat. I'm going to need the cats to play him. I'm going to need JJ Weaver to give him the business. A little eleven. Ooh, that that would be a um, like. Let's say things don't go well, but you end up seeing them in a in a, in a big ball like. A, you know, they end up playing the ACC in a lot of those kind of middling bowl games. That would be nice to just beat up, like, get revenge for Luke May by just pounding his brother time yeah, and time um, again. That'd be enough for me. We need a UNC-UK bowl game. We need it to happen. Stat. I bet he would look more like his brother if he grew out the beard. You know? like it's it's Yeah, he doesn't look like his brother. Are kind he's of a, there, but he needs, he needs the beard. He's a one-time Alabama commit. There's a lot of Mays. There's four of them. This was UNC's counter to the Plumley campaign. <laughs> One of them won a baseball championship at Florida. Oh, oh interesting. What, a, what an athletic family. If um, Look at he's over on the win total in North Carolina this year. Man, um, that just really – that 20 – screw – suck it, John Higgins. Yeah, seriously. Big suck it to John Higgins. Uh, big suck it to injuries as well. Um <laughs> Walker Bueller, the uh, the Lexington native, that's an ace for the Dodgers. Second, Tommy John surgery he's got to have. You imagine what it like? It's so hard in our situation to even put ourselves in that. But if you if if you're just like, hey, you're not going to be able to work till 2024, you still will be getting millions of dollars. But just so you know, hell like, yeah, not this year, not next year. We'll see in 2024. Well, but also, you're playing for one of the better teams in the MLB, and when you take away that ace. I mean, their window... Clayton Kershaw. Right, but like Kershaw is getting older. By the time that Bueller gets back, like you know, that's, I feel like they're, they're... I mean, he's got a World Series ring, so I'm not going to be too upset. and I'm not going to cry a bunch of tears <laughs> for him. But like this, the next two or three years is a big window for the Dodgers to get back and try to win another one. Didn't realize he was from Lexington. Yeah. Henry Clay product, I want to would, say. Would you all rather go through two Tommy John surgeries or three ACL surgeries? I feel like Tommy John Tommy John is less of something you would deal with later in life. Like Having bad knees all your life, it would just suck. However, Tommy John <laughs> taking you out, I mean, that's a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Like, so you, that, that's you can't a, use your arm. That's a long time of being out of the game you're in, so I don't know, man. That's it's tough. That's that's it's really it, it is a tough pick your poison, um, but at least Tommy John now is much more like it used to be. Like Tommy John was a success story, 
but it was like a half like it was a 50-50 shot that you'd come back and just would never be good at baseball again. At least now they've gotten so much better at it that you can still be good at baseball after having like, Tommy John. It's like triple bypass. It used to be super dangerous, but now it's like normal. Well, technology. They had to get good at it. Yeah. Well, it's triple of, bypass. Tons of, to. tons of practice. Had uh, a lot on the line. Closer <laughs> to home, though, uh, Josh Paschal starting the season on the pup list. No! Yeah. Well, and, and it's a real bummer. Was this because, discussed on Hard Knocks last night? Uh, no, because the news just came out yesterday. No, but we so did get the chance to miss out because Josh Paschal, the way that this Hard Knocks season, I haven't watched this week's episode, but he has a great Hard Knocks kind of story to follow along, especially as the as the new guy, how he's getting along at camp, and they kind of flash back to his time at Kentucky, that sort of thing. Um, but that groin injury, <laughs> that hernia, I'm oh so gosh. So, I'm so sorry. You're talking about something serious, one of the most beloved UK defenders in the last decade, and I just watched Adam look. It's three days till college football, and it was when they dumped the French fries on the Idaho coach. Oh, it's uh, or Wyoming. Uh, yeah, yeah, Idaho uh, Potato Bowl after Josh <laughs> Allen won it. It's, it's, it's just... They're all jumping around like it's water, but it takes so long for all the fries to come and then out. They just keep picking them up and start throwing it on them. <laughs> Sorry. I'd never seen that before. I don't know how I missed that when it actually was like in they, the they news. They do it annually now, but I think that was the first one, so it was like a big deal. But the coach is like scared. He's not really sure what to expect. <laughs> He's like backing up in fear. And then just a, it's almost like a Penn Station amount of French fries come out of the thing and just load the dude up. Okay, I'm so sorry. He's dealing with hamstrings injuries. Well, so Pascal had a – I think it was a hernia against Louisville, right? That's why he yes. didn't play in the bowl game. He got – with hernias, sometimes it's a like, oh, you just rest and it's better. We don't need to do surgery, especially before the draft. You don't want to tell people that you had surgery, right? No. He gets better, does all the pre-draft stuff, everything's fine, but then he goes to OTAs, re-aggravates it, just goes ahead and gets the surgery, and so he's been out. And when you go on the pup list this early, that means you're missing the first month of the season. So, Lions fans, they aren't too happy because they drafted Jamison Williams. He did the ACL in the bowl in the the championship game. They're out without Pascal, their second round draft pick. It's like, well, we drafted well, but none of these guys are going to play for us for a month. So, it stinks. It's kind it of a bummer. Stink. That that absolutely. I mean, if there's one person that you know is going to come back and be better than ever, it'll be Josh Pascal. But still, was excited to be able to watch him early in the season. But we'll see him at some point. Can I also say, too, the Detroit Lions are really not capitalizing on their Hard Knocks fame because I tried to go buy one of those grit hats, and you can't buy them online. Can't find them anywhere? Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. Like, that should that, be bought everywhere. Maybe and it's the, the UK fan of me, but I do love the Lions jerseys, logo. The combo. Whole, well, yeah, yeah. I love silver pants. Big fan of those. Because I could see – like, I, I'm – I'm one of those where I, I like to, you know, shout out some of the guys that, you know, I've covered throughout the years. And having the grit hat, that's a hat that you can wear pretty much anywhere. Mm-hmm. But getting a Lions hat, though, like... Eh. Why don't you talk to your friends at Kentucky Branded? You could, I mean, they don't own the copyrights to the word grit. You get in UK blue, hit. Ooh, ooh. Really? Yeah, seriously. Hit with the grit. Hit with the grit. Yeah, you could see those at the Krogue, no doubt about that. I will say, though, they are sometimes they are slow to our ideas. It's like, this shirt, this will sell, and they just won't make Like, Freddie was just like, hey, put out a football state shirt. Have 606 on it. He said this months ago. 
how many they were sold during that flood relief. And then the cow stoop stuff, they would have already had the shirts on the site. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, anybody want to do some KRC apparel that there's money to be had? Demetrius Bell decommits for Michigan State, Roush. Uh, he's a familiar name for Kentucky folk. Nashville wide receiver, four-star guy, and um, he, he's been seen wearing Kentucky stuff recently. We definitely do not hate that. In no. relation to Le'Veon. I don't uh, think his, so. His uh, older brother. Uh, I, I, the big thing, I think there's a there's some hurdles to overcome. Like, all right, let's see if this is – a, we've got a lot of receivers already. B, how does this all fit into our puzzle, right? And our bigger recruiting picture. But it's kind of it's good for Kentucky that they're like, all right, we've got this four star guy who wants to come here. That's that's a good, comfortable thing to have. And he decommitted for Michigan State too, so you can win one over them. Um, that that's one to keep an eye on. But I don't think they're just going to jump at right away to try to get a commitment. Okay. Maybe the old slow play to yeah, some degree. Yeah, like you can afford to slow play this guy because of how you've recruited a receiver as of late. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, I know you all are fans of what we do in the shadows. What do you think of the current season? The latest episode with the New Jersey Devils. Hilarious. We just watched that one last night. I've enjoyed this season. I don't think it's probably their best of the best season, but it's that's like the kind of humor where it's just, they're 20-minute episodes. You're going to have a few laughs. It's silly. But I'm a big fan. And you're right, the New Jersey Devil episode was very good. Roush, TJ is 100% right with Fauci debate. He was either he was either stupid or a liar. Someone like him shouldn't be making policy for a country. And I, I always am a big fan of term limits, and that's for people that are elected, that people actually vote on. But, yeah, you shouldn't have somebody in a government position for... 35, 40 years, years or whatever. That's, I'm, I'm with you it's, on that. Yeah, I think most people. It's so funny, too, that like you won't have any senators bring up term limits. Do you, it's all such a No. Are you for term limits for athletic directors? <laughs> no. But, like, in reality, you, you're only – if you don't have term limits, then self-interest and self-preservation weighs out the public interest. Absolutely. In any sort of, you're not doing it for the country. You're doing it for you. Yes, and that's I not mean, that's that's not the point. Plain as day. Yeah, timeline. But, and I mean, it's just all the same jokers, and they're all so old, and they all just refuse to give up their power. I saw that Mitch uh, is refusing to endorse a Republican candidate for governor, which I think we all assume that he is in the state. Yeah, we assume that he's Daniel Cameron, but there's a lot of guys that I think he would also not mind. So he's not going to go ahead and put his name out there for. I found that interesting. Is Kelly Craft going to run? Because I could see him. Did, did she, Let's hope. We haven't had the primary. That was no. that was mayoral. Right. We'll have the, I think, Republican primary next, next May. May. Yeah, because yes. the election isn't until the following, following. fall. Mm-hmm. That's, That's going to be fat. Just all that governor's race is going to be fascinating because, like, as much as people, like, want to clown on Bashir, and they're starting a special session today for Eastern Kentucky flood relief. Like, how he's handled disasters for being a Democrat in the state of Kentucky, like I, I think across the board, most people are pretty pleased with what he's done during his time in that seat. I would have liked to see him not have to deal with COVID because he just followed the left's playbook until 
the Kentucky legislator just basically took all emergency powers out of his hand. I didn't like the way that he talked to people during that. You can't be doing that. I, I just It's not a huge deal. I just didn't love it. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Dr. Stack either for similar reasons, promoting fear, all that sort of stuff. That being said, non-COVID related, there is plenty to like about Bashir. If he is a governor again in Kentucky, not dealing with a pandemic, I think he could do plenty of good. That being said, Ooh. the pandemic did happen. More politic talk. That's fun. Uh, my biggest re- worry about Bashir being elected is I think that means four years without gambling because I don't think the state legislator will let a Democrat get a win. Get a win. I don't think Bashir will win. For what it's worth, he barely beat Bevin. It was Bevin so was unpopular. So unlikable. I will say though, Bashir pre-election versus post-election, completely different person. Like he came across as very much an empty suit. He did. Just like son of a yeah, governor. Just weren't sure how he was going to lead and whatnot. Again, it, it's a bummer for him that, like, you know, day almost day one on the job, worldwide pandemic, and you're going to, you know, your ideas are a little different than most of the people in the state. But that, that was cool, and Republicans need to get some credit for the special session as well. That Kentuckians need to come first, especially those struggling in, in our eastern and western it's parts of the re- state. Really weird, too, that you have to like urge politicians to weird. I totally like, agree with that. I, you know, do their jobs, mm-hmm. act on behalf of their constituents' needs. Yeah, not I constituents. That, I find that bizarre as well. Timeline includes shutting down the country again. Just going to be a lot of this today, folks. We're putting a cap on it. We're not doing it tomorrow. Timeline includes shutting down the country with mandates over a virus that was created in a lab and getting Trump out of office. Once Biden is in, he destroys our economy and creates further divide, blames it on Russian disinformation. Fast forward two years and folks are trying to get their lives back to normal. And now midterms coming up, you get COVID making a comeback. But that's just a coincidence. And the folks with their heads still stuck in the sand believe the establishment was doing the best they could. Get out of here. The fact people are still falling for this theater is so bogus. I don't blame Roush for not wanting to admit he was on the wrong side of history. The thing that... uh... Any sort of economic thing, people get credit for they don't deserve it because it takes like four years for any sort of economic thing. Like, like the economy we're in now is because of things that happened like three or four years ago. Same thing when Obama got credit for getting America out of a recession. It was because of stuff that was happening. Like before I don't think he, it's always that long. But you know what I mean. I like, mean, the, the, they got to think about it. Like the pandemic, of course, there was going to be repercussions for shutting like, down the country. You know, yeah, and two like, years later, we're feeling that. You're yeah. right about that. I do think it can happen more in the intermediate, but big picture, you are right. Those wheels are set in motion a couple years in advance. Right. Like, I, I, I love the, and it also, we probably understood it a little bit better before the 24 hour news cycle, but now we're very much instant gratification. That's how we roll. Uh, this texter was easily the maddest texter on the text line. <laughs> TJ Walker, the head of the Kentucky chapter of the Proud Boys Oath Takers of America and the Trump butt slappers of Kentucky. Trump responsible for hundreds of thousands of dead Americans, but blame Fauci? Strap on your jackboots, Walker, and goose step down the street, then block me. You're not getting blocked. Yeah, you can't ask for being blocked. And secondly, blocked. if Trump killed hundreds of thousands, then what did Biden do? More people have died on COVID on his watch than Trump did. So did he kill hundreds of thousands of Americans? I actually saw him dress up for Halloween as the Grim Reaper. And I said... It was like uh, whenever President James Ramsey did the... Uh, what was it? They did. They wore the sombreros at UofL. Yeah. 
And I made some smart comments back, and he said, don't worry, I'm finished with you and your text line. My wife had a transplant, and her mask have protected her this long. I'm tired of your right-wing hate. Well, if there was somebody that was hateful in your messages, it definitely wasn't me. Secondly, that's my whole point, is people just have, so, like, they're brainwashed into thinking that that mask is helping. It's not. I just hate being the one to have to tell you that. It's just factually true, and that's a big issue. Like, that's a big issue, people thinking masks are keeping them safe, and then they end up getting COVID, or they end up catching something, and they're, I did everything right. I wore my mask. It's, it's, you're just as likely to catch COVID with a dunce cap on your head than a mask on your face. And people have to understand that. Just have to. They don't do anything. Uh, Texter says, Roush, you were right on Tuesday's podcast. TJ was being a jerk and very aggressive towards you. Who cares anymore about COVID? Ugly look for TJ. Good job, Roush. Maybe you're wor- maybe work on your tone of your voice more, TJ. Roush didn't do anything to deserve you talking to him like that over an opinion. Love you guys. And he followed up with, finish the podcast, and I hope my first comment about your tone doesn't trigger you, TJ. When you were reading the text about COVID, your tone and explanations were so much better and more calm and collected. It was appreciated. Roush was laughing hysterically. Yeah, yeah, no, I wasn't. But in uh, in in part of it too is like uh, most times I like to just laugh these off because I don't like to discuss it because I don't I don't spend time on it. Like I like you could tell me mask facts and I don't know how to counter or if they're true. Like I, I'm I'm an open book. I I would rather not wear a mask. I don't know how effective they are because I just don't. I don't know. I don't spend time on it. So I was trying to kind of laugh my way through it. But some of the haymakers you were throwing, I was just like, we can't we can't be talking like that about people. I definitely took you back with some of that. Yeah. Um, somebody just tweeted that Rob Doster's going to jail. Did he tweet or, his or prison? Big, did he tweet his big college basketball news? I'm sure that's what he did. Some podcast. Gotta be. We promised something huge today, and this sucker's huge. The Almanac is a must-have guide to the 2022-2023 college hoop season. You're the worst, Rob. Yeah. Yeah, Rob Doster, officially the worst. Got to have a tweet about it. Glad the Celtics didn't give away their future for Kevin Durant. Yes, that was the other big sports news from yesterday. Essentially, the Nets realized... We can't get what we should get out of this if we trade KD away. We're not going to get the pieces. So let's just have everybody come together for a kumbaya session. And it sounds like they did. Um, At least with the – I don't think Kyrie Irving was involved in those talks, but Steve Nash and the GM were, and they're keeping KD around. Yeah, I – probably the best thing for the Nets, no doubt about it. I don't – but – It would just be nice – like, hey – Kevin, Kevin Durant, you think this thing isn't working? Well, maybe just play together and it might work. You have not played That's together. True. They, um, That's a good point. Part of my take did a bit where they, 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 the combination of games played between Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant since they made this, was it two or three seasons ago? I think it's just been two seasons, yeah, right? So. Nope. But like, Akeem Olajuwon played as many games with Shaquille O'Neal. Like the amount of combinations of other players that should not have played together versus these two, it's laughable. I think it's something only like forty games. You don't know if it's not going to work or not because you just haven't played. Just go play together. Yeah, I mean, it seems like they just don't like each other. A lot of those people in that locker room, and that's an issue. But 
Oh, well, you got to figure it out. JK, was that you that played Family Business by Kanye on Tuesday's show? Great choice if it was, my man. It was not. I wish I could take credit for that, but I had nothing music-wise yesterday. Asked Roush. <laughs> Roush hit me with four Kanye songs. So. Dude, I, All Roush. I, I love me some, some old Kanye, too. Yeah, really gets old, me fired up. Kanye, the best Kanye. All right, let's take our last break, come back, and finish up. Uh, I mean, we're just not going to. Who's sending in all those pictures? The people from Eastern Kentucky? Yeah, it's one texter. Oh, my God. I, I wasn't going to send the pictures over, but I thought I'm glad maybe, you did. I was, maybe smokes. y'all want to see them. Yeah, I, I'm glad you did. Uh, thanks for sending those in, texter. Our, gosh, I'm just so tempted to not want to take our last break because there's just no way we're finishing this text line. All right, we'll be back. we got to do it. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Do not go anywhere. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and... Justin Kalen on your Wednesday wrapping up the show. Rob Dosser not happy that he promoted major college basketball news and ended up being um, a story, yeah. a basketball preview to the season. We're doing a 600,000 more basketball preview magazine. Man, I don't think anybody has shown to be a bigger loser on social media than one Rob Dosser over the last few years. Uh, you, you tweet so freaking much, you have to go back to what his initial tweet was. We've got to retweet the, the podcast. So. Getting word of some pretty significant college basketball news coming down the pipeline. Expecting it to drop Tuesday or Wednesday. Game changer. And it's just a college basketball yeah, I mean, preview. It's not a game. It's In not a game August, game. when people are reading college football previews. <laughs> just the worst. Just the worst. Text on into the Thornton text line, 502-414-1450. We've mentioned it on today's show, but still a few spots left for the 2022 Big X kickoff scramble. Elk Run Golf Club, September 2nd, 9 o'clock, shotgun start, $120 a team. Singles are welcome. If you can't get together four people, that's fine. And we are going to have a great time out there at Elk Run. Hope to see you out there. All right, we'll keep on at the text line. Oh, boy. I don't know where we're at. I don't either. Okay, I know where we're at. Is it TJ completely gave the pimp hand to Roush and his Uncle Fauci? <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't heard pimp hand in a long Same. time. That's a Chappelle I hadn't thing, heard right? that one in a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But like in high school, you heard that. You keep your pimp hand strong. Cat uh, Williams. Yes. Remember when we thought? I bet that's not funny in, in hindsight. <laughs> don't say we. I bet, I bet in hindsight you watch it and you're like, oh, I thought this was, this was funny. Oh. Man. Man. Not sure what the point of that Norlander tweet is, but I'm assuming it's negatively intentioned. Yeah. It's something about Kentucky basketball or John Calipari. I don't, I don't know. He tweeted. It was it, it was a weird tweet. When you think about it, John Calipari has been incredible at Kentucky, but it was just that by itself. Yeah. But like, Again, you got to understand that like Matt Norlander, Goodman, Doster, these guys are goobers. They're collective goobers, and they're in it together. 
So I have no doubt that this was some sort of like Goodman made. I lost a bet, so I had to tweet something. You know, it'll be something like that. Oh yeah, say something nice about Kentucky. And if I end up being wrong about that, I'll apologize to Norlander. But I, I, I'm sure it's some little goofy thing. Uh, another texture says it's quite funny that 80% of the national college basketball media has a vendetta against our coach. Comes with the territory, I guess. Yeah, they they. They're just losers. UK basketball and athletics account promoting the 90s logo. I'm probably just getting my hopes up. Yeah, yeah. When I saw that, it was like, name a basketball player you think of, and I want to be like, all of them on this team is who I want to think of. Like, that logo was awesome. Let's make it happen. I love the logo as well. We're supposed to be getting something new, right? Jerseys, at least. Yeah, and I'm sure that's probably... I would think that they would roll them out like a little bit before Big Blue Madness to get people hyped. Yeah. Are they going to really abandon the bird sex logo that soon? Who knows? Who knows? I think I have an idea to what political party TJ supports after listening to today's show, LOL. I have voted blue. I've voted red. I'll, But I will probably – I just want some accountability. For the things that they did and the way that they treated people who disagreed with them. Censoring people, getting people fired, getting people kicked off networks, stuff like that. Uh, if there's just some accountability, I'd, I'm you can move on. Let bygones be bygones. But that's not, people don't ever admit errors or wrong because they fear what it'll do to their political futures. Uh, TJ's absolutely fired up about Dr. Fauci being a complete and total weenie, and I do, in fact, agree with him. TJ, I just think you'd be a fan of Clay Travis, just saying. I, I just, it's, it is pretty offensive. Uh, it's not <laughs> offensive. I, I, I agree with a lot of the things Clay says, but he is, he has to play, a he, role. he's playing a role. Yeah. I do think he believes some of the stuff he says, because I think some of it's common sense. But, like, his little, his, his stuff on the Vandy woman kicker, that was embarrassing for yeah. him. And like, so that's, I, I can't get into him fully, but I do think he has some good points from time to time, but he's playing a role in a lot of areas. You, you uh, mentioned Weenie, Texer. So this is the obligatory part. Every radio show in America, we've got to do uh, 30 seconds, bare minimum, on the guy who uh, used a hot dog as a straw for his beer. That's a, it's a radio show. That's a rule. They pass it out to everybody. If you do morning, especially morning TV, too, you have to do a bit on it. That's that's what we're, everybody's doing this week. Sounds I, awful. I don't see the issue. I also don't know why you would drink beer through a straw. That's, that's the bigger that's issue. That's the bigger, yeah. yeah like, what, who's – you aren't, you aren't deleting some splatty platties through a straw, Scoots. How else are you supposed to drink at work? Throw that bad boy in a big Thornton's cup. <laughs> the thing is, is, I don't know if you're being. <laughs> I don't know if you're joking or not. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep it a mystery. Oh, golfing with a chick when you're single is grossly underrated. Bang some tunes, share a good vibe, drive a golf cart around. <laughs> what is that different if it's a male or female? Uh, All those things you could do those things theoretically with a dog. I mean, I don't, I, yeah, I don't. I, <laughs> <laughs> this is a plumbing bro. I just, I just love plumbing bros, young twenties oh, outlook oh, yeah. on life. Because there's certainly like, it was kind of like when I introduced uh, Jacob to bourbon and Sprite, and it's just like it changed his life. Like that sort of stuff happens when you're in your early twenties. Like, oh, you mean I can do things not just with dudes? Like, and it's like, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Guess, Plumley guess, bro, you also just, yeah. I don't know if you're too scared, but like, just go ahead and say it. You like their outfits. You like golfing with girls because you like seeing them in their outfits. Plumley I mean, it, it, they are better to look at. We can all agree on that. Than men? Yeah, absolutely. It, it depends your preference. But yeah, uh, for me, I would say seeing a woman in golf attire is, I'm generally more attracted to that than a man in golf attire, unless, of course, it's Tiger Woods. <laughs> also, um, if there's any sort of like, oh, girl can't be that good at golf. Like, no, I suck at golf. I'm sure it would be just there. Like, if Brooke was like, I, I want to take up golf, which she won't because she's not, like, she won't play things that she's not good at. It mm-hmm. would just frustrate her too much. But if she wanted to, I would welcome it because she could very well be better than me on day that's one. Thing. Like, that's what I would tell her is, like, we can get lessons together and you could come out of the lessons potentially a better golfer than me. And I've been hitting sticks for 10, 15 years. But, but also, the main reason I play golf is just to, like, make the childish jokes with my friends and, you know, get I drunk just love and, being outside. And, like, you know, the game's fun. It's it's all you. So, like, you're in control of what you do or what you don't do. Um, my wife, we bought, like, we flirted over the fact that, like, she golfed, I golfed. It was like, we can go oh, out on dates and, like, golf yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Turns out her high school was a no-cut golf sport. Mm. So she how did. many times have y'all golfed together? Oh, we've golfed together oh, okay. dozens and dozens but of times. But when she said she was a high school golfer, you I, thought she was in a mafia. Yeah. Yeah, she's she hasn't she. I don't know if she's played since the baby, but she was good back when she would play more. But yeah, um, go, g- g- girls can golf. Mm-hmm. It's twenty twenty two. Plumley, who's better, your mom or your wife? My mom. My mom's a good golfer. She's a solid golfer. Text her <laughs> on the Thorns sex line. <laughs> I've talked to so many random UK fans about how many games we were winning this season. A majority of them said if we were winning eleven, and not even remotely kidding. Love our fan base, and while I'm extremely optimistic. Better potential. Some fans are a bit out there. I'm all about dreaming, but some fans have may get their hearts broken this year. Do you all actually think there's a chance we get a regular eleven regular season games? No. Texter, here's the thing though. I don't like acting like it's crazy when five years ago you were saying it was crazy to get nine, and they did nine and two twice in four years. You know what I mean? So like, isn't that crazy to take a two game leap for one year? No, it's not. Especially when you've got um, uh, a, a stud at quarterback who's a potential first-round draft pick, and you haven't had that this entire time. Like, the summer is for dreaming big. And the thing is, too, is, like, when you reach this point in a program, you're going to get disappointed with every loss and, like, this extreme disappointment. Like, if Kentucky loses to Tennessee, I'm going to be pissed off no matter what, right? So, yes. like, I don't, I, I, I don't think there's some sort of uh, – we're we're raising the bar so high that it's going to be such a light, like it's going to be a light down regardless when Kentucky loses. Yeah, and and again, everything is not so black and white. There's gray areas. If if Kentucky doesn't go eleven and one, will people that made that prediction total failure? I thought eleven wins was no. They won't. Exactly what Ralph you, said. You, you also just want to be the one who got it right. Mm-hmm. You know, like you want to predict every game correctly, like Nick Roush did last year. I think eight and four is much more likely than eleven and one. Yeah, um, but I I am probably going to pick him to go ten and two though. I'm just I think I'm going eight and four. I just think those road games are tough, and I think even if you steal one of them, that would be uh, that'd be great. Man, didn't mean to rile everybody up on the Fauci joke. Speaking of Fauci, thoughts on abortion? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's pretty good. And what would be a really fun heel turn, TJ, if you were just like, pro-choice. 
I'm not as pat. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really as passionate about any. And COVID shouldn't have been a political thing. It was just fear mongering that actually stuck, and then it took off like wildfire. So, from a pro life, pro choice standpoint, super sympathetic to other people's sides, opinions, and don't believe that I pretend to know the answers. The pandemic, there is, there are answers though that that people got terribly, terribly wrong. Sign me up for five-minute segment of TJ Roasting Liberals every day. Roush, in the words of your former ex-boss, he'll say what he wants on his radio show, and if someone doesn't like it, don't listen. Remember when you guys argued about masks and towards the end of the argument, you just said, it would make me feel better if everybody wore them. Completely ignoring that didn't work, period. That is a prime example of TJ's point about the left saying their takes are science and anyone who argues is a far-right wacko, which is what Fauci was saying in his distortion of reality nonsense. Sorry to get political still love you guys in the show always enjoys these fights suck it the king of libs nick roush see that person at least seems to be having some fun with it that's what it should if nothing if you get nothing else you think i'm a total idiot nut job well roush is still my friend he likes me whether he wants to admit it or not mm. and we can have total disagreements on a thousand different things but he's nice to me i'm usually nice to him back and we get along so if you can take nothing else from our radio show, allow it to be that we can that. disagree on things, and, and still, it's not the end of the world, yeah, yeah. and and we still have fun. Started watching House of the Dragons. I'm not sure about it. Gosh, man, I'm time so, is like making me more excited. Uh, about yeah, it. I just I want more. I I'm too. so anxious. And the thing is, too, it's gonna be good. Is like I can't listen to other podcasts or anything, and it quench my thirst at all because like Alt Shift X, watch their stuff on YouTube. Okay, Alt okay. Shift. X and then House of Drag. Oh man, because like I think a lot of what people are putting out there isn't much different than what we put out there or what you're put like what you're just talking amongst your friends. Like there's not a lot of different things, especially because it's just the pilot. It's the first episode. It is. You can only take so much. Again, if you want to do the history aspect, you can go in a million different areas. But yeah, I'm I'm glad that we agree on that. Did you all know that Karen Cipher asked Matt to be her lawyer, and she declined? What? what? Fun he fact, I, he, I guess it means he declined. Pretty wild. I grew up and went to school with Karen's son and was totally wild how that all unfolded. Always felt bad for him. Oh, that would be tough. To be I saw them at a, mother, uh, at, a, at a Mother's Day brunch at Churchill Downs one time. And, yeah, I also was just like, people. you could tell everybody just staring at them. And I was just like, gosh, this, that's horrible. That sucks. It did. I felt bad. Texter says, I'm about to walk into Atherton High School without a mask on, and I can't wait to see all these lunatics melt like a candle. <laughs> <laughs> Yearly reminder that no one cares about your fantasy team. Thank you. You're right about that. Mr. Walker, sir, I just listened to your podcast from yesterday's show. That was absolutely the greatest segment in radio that I've ever heard. Thank you for being honest about the way you feel when it comes to masks and all that nonsense. Again, thank you. That was great. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Uh, we don't intend to do that frequently. Feel free to not read my COVID text from yesterday. would rather talk about sports. Ooh. Same. Man, did you guys see Jason Whitlock and Dave Portnoy going out on Twitter? Whitlock sucks. Go, Dave. Go. I can't think of two people I would rather see less viewed on Twitter than Jason Whitlock and Dave Portnoy. Just what? don't don't care. One uh, he was getting in. Portnoy's been getting into it with more right-wing folks. Yeah. Than, than the oh, normal there's no lately. prejudice uh, as who he'll get into it with. And, like, I, you know, 
I'll take my portnoy in small doses and just be happy with it. I don't need to know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, like, I'm arm's length. I don't really listen, but I'll, I'll see their tweets and I'll so generally I don't really morality. know what they're fighting about. So if anybody yeah. wants to fill me in, let me I'll know. take my portnoy and no doses. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Beamer is definitely bouncing as soon as a better job comes calling. What better job is going to come calling for Shane? I'd say this. Beamer? Uh, like getting that I've seen, Matt Jones seems to really think Stoops may bolt after this year. Is it the Iowa job that has everybody all freaking out? I don't Didn't know. Didn't he just sign a huge extension, the I've, Iowa coach, I, Kirk? If, if I, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. Like Keeping that out there as a potential is probably a good thing for Stoops. Like Personally, because Stoops, Cal has no leverage because of his lifetime contract, right? Stoops needs to have leverage to get Mitch to do his damn job and get that stupid facility built that should have been built years ago. But that's all leverage. Like I'm not, I'm not believing Stoops is leaving anywhere for a second. I hope you're. Oh yeah, didn't even think about that outside of yeah. things. Like this is purely could be the, could like, be the old big dog round get, two. Yeah, or get or the round. damn cranes, drive yeah. them up here, and get this started. Yeah, that's a great point. You just made me feel better, buddy. You're very welcome. Cash ball. That was the thing. That was the new cut road winner. Cash ball. Cash ball. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey there, fellas. Big fan of the show. You guys are doing great, and I agree with all your views. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Unbelievable. Did you read it? <laughs> yeah, I read it. I, who do you think sends these texts over, Ralph? Oh, I already, no. I already, text, I already texted him back, told him thanks for ruining it. I he might as well not even watch the rest of the show. I mean, but you just got to assume if that lady's dating somebody, it's not yeah. going to end up. Well. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I was kind of under the assumption that Bob's going to. Gonna go at some point. I will say though that that is not as near as bad as the person who spoiled Mandalorian for me. Like two days, like it, it was right after the, it aired, and it was one of the, it would have been one of the best surprises ever, and they just ruined it for me. Suck it, oh, spoiling textures. A sports radio guy on air going about how bad COVID vaccine side effects are is perfect example how dumb our media is looking forward to your scientific paper. <laughs> I didn't say how bad they all are. There are side effects that people who did not want to get the shot but forced to get it are dealing with. That's a factually true statement. What nutso world would you think that that's not, that, that, that's not going on for people? It is. Okay, I respect TJ's fire. And strong opinion, but the problem was, who do you value more, students or their teachers? My wife teaches. Think back to our school days, plenty of teachers with core mobilities. Uh, schools with cinder, schools are cinder block squares with crappy ventilation. Americans overall ain't the beacon of health. We stopped the hospitals from being overrun. I'm good with that in the end. At least we didn't lock down 20, 12 million people for four cases like China. Totally agree. Uh, it could have been. It could have been a lot worse. But I don't. Just that the othering that happened during the pandemic was really troubling for the way that I view our country, the way people treated each other that disagreed with them, or difference of opinion, or science that was different than what they wanted to hear. And it and it goes back to just like again, we really punished kids and it was wrong. We really really hurt kids and it was terrible. And you just heard the same adults tell us how resilient kids were. And we're going to be dealing with the aftershocks of this for decades and decades. Um, so my thing was, it wasn't a teacher's kids thing. If you're going to shut down schools, then everything should have been shut down. Like, if we were worried about teachers being adults, we should have been worried about adults at Home Depot. We should have been worried about adults at Kroger. Again, I, I know some of those are maybe more necessity, but is school not a necessity? Suicides are up. 
since the pandemic. People not returning to school is up since the pandemic. Just terrible, terrible, terrible things that didn't need to happen. I understand people were trying their best at one point. It went too far. Just my opinion. I just I get what you're saying though. Like they should have just gone back to school earlier. Is your overall? And I don't mind like point. 2020 March. I get like there was going to be you know for we had to figure some stuff out for a little bit. I just thought by the summer it was like we gotta we gotta feel on this. Kids aren't kids aren't dying. It's older. Anyways, I, I feel your pain, TJ. My nine month old just started daycare, and it only took three days for a double double ear infection. Two days later, both my wife and I are sick, so sleep is little around my house as so, well. Oh, I'm feeling for you, buddy. People don't tell you that daycares are just like that's where you go to get sick, not Honestly, to have your child watch. Why I'm kind of happy we got my kid into daycare like when she was like three months, just because, and it sucked. She got sick. All the time. She's still, she could be sick right now for all we know. But it was like, you got to build up that immunity. I um, would like to add to that. Shout out to small towns do it way better. Instead of daycares, it's just you have a handful of women who are stay at home babysitters, and that's their version of daycare. Take them to them. Yeah. And there's like eight kids or a dozen or something like that. And they yeah. just, well, I bet that would make a parent feel a lot more comfortable than like, uh, you've got like, Seven other babies here, and then you've got like fifty other students that are older. And it's so much cheaper too. It's I crazy. personally know two girls that do that. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's yeah. a great get. In the thing is too is you can really just skate by the government with taxes when you do stuff like that too. Love, love not love paying taxes, sticking it to the government. Is there another football team with a wider range of opinions on what our final record could be? I've seen predictions anywhere from five and seven to eleven and one. That's wild. Where do you see five, five, five seven? seven. That's Dexter, crazy. you gotta, you gotta link, now, link me, bro. I, I, now there might, there are probably some national people that are doing seven and five because the over under is eight and they don't want to bet the over on these like podcasts or whatever. But the problem is, is a lot of these goobers. You know what's really funny, TJ? is a lot of these national goobers now all have their own stats. Mike Farrell has his own stat system to project numbers. Um, half the people on the Cover 3 podcast, which are CBS sports people, they all have their own numbers. How, how much time do you waste on your season plugging in data when you could just do research on the team? I agree with that. It's, it's, it, it, or talk to somebody that knows more about the team than you do. Yeah. get You know, see what they're thinking. Because like a lot of it is like, well, we just assume Kentucky's going to regress because they're not a historically great program. But it's like, well, have you seen how they've recruited? Mm-hmm. Like that's that that the recruiting rankings play a significant part in this. But yeah, you know, you know who, who, who am I to try to correct national folks that are wrong? Don't take them too seriously, TJ. There's a normie status quo narrative around COVID that we aren't supposed to question. Some of us liberals, conservatives, libertarians, socialists, humans know that we are bamboozled and lied to. Uh, yeah, it was more of the reaction and the lack of understanding. John here. Good morning, buddies. My, hey, besides Levis, who will be the MVP of the opening game? Also, over under nine wins this upcoming football season. I believe our I believe over because we are going undefeated, and that is the bottom line because Mark Stoops company said so. Boys are going to win the national championship in college football and basketball this year. I love BBN. We'll got to go talk to you later. Love the enthusiasm, John. We need that fire, baby. Uh, I think I'd lean towards a push or an under on that. Roush said he's taking the over. Yeah, but I wouldn't bet over nine wins. The maybe if the juice was good enough. Somebody sent in pictures of Eastern Kentucky and uh, holy smokes. Had the privilege of delivering supplies down to Knott County. Knott County asked if we could volunteer in the area, and we were 
sent to Collier, Kentucky, just outside of Hyman, helped an 80-year-old couple get their water lines reconnected after three weeks of having no water. Oh, my gosh. The road before the holler they lived on was Lombardi Drive, so I jokingly asked if Vince had lived there. They laughed and said no, but told us they moved in the area in the late 50s, early 60s from northern Ohio, and they were huge Packers fans, so they renamed the street in his honor. Cheeseheads are everywhere. Keep donating time or supplies to eastern Kentucky. They need it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah Good on very you. Very cool. Um, I'm not sure if this texture is uh, normal, or but we got we to gotta send you. We got to get you something. You want a UK football poster or anything, you let us know. You're doing the Lord's work, and we're so appreciative for people like you. And uh, the folks down there will be thinking about you and, and your crew for longer than you could ever know. So thank you for all that. BS, Nick. Stop with the left BS. Doesn't take four years, you clown. And uh, was that a GIF? It's a clown emoji. You can't see those? <laughs> no, it's just a link. It's a link really? Yeah. 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 Uh, that some, shows up for me. That's weird. The texter who told us about the tip us off to Rob Doster. Rob Doster was going to jail. Great call to play free, Fleetwood Max. Little lies coming out of those last commercials. Who's doing was that? That would have been mine. Way to go, Scoots. Good morning, fellas. And we will wrap up the show on this one, I believe. Good morning, fellas. Alex from Colga here, finishing up yesterday's pod. Fauci is very least is at the very least and most likely got power drunk. He realized he could say jump, and the majority of people would ask how high. However, while I want to believe he was not trying to be nefarious, he completely botched his job, and you could argue a lot of the current problems could be attributed to policies he pushed for and got because people in charge trusted his opinion. Yeah, I I think so. At the very least, he needs to answer for his screw-ups, just like you would expect anyone else to. Public figures are not above questioning. Sorry for the late text. Agree with all that, Alex. Agree with all that. Well, tomorrow we're going to tackle student debt forgiveness. <laughs> so make sure you're joining us Ooh. at 7 o'clock. Yeah, if you want liberal Roush to give you an opinion on student loan debt forgiveness, let me tell you what I think about people who shouldn't pay for money they borrowed. <laughs> oh, boy. Someone just make this a thing for tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> in all seriousness, like we talked about, these are our opinions. You all are entitled to yours. I'm passionate about some of them for reasons that I've said. Other stuff couldn't give a fart about, but just don't take us too seriously. We're just your neighborhood radio folk. Yeah, right? who like talking football. It's a busy, busy football day today. Today's going to be nuts. Um, who knows what I'm, stories I'm going to have to tell tomorrow, but it, it should be a fun radio show. Looking forward I to might, it. I, I might be just like waking up out of a ditch in Lexington and then rolling into the show. So. And that makes for always for good radio. Everybody have a great Wednesday. Thanks for the text into the show. We'll be back tomorrow. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. If you got a chance, take it.